Hello, we are back. It's 2024 and this is the first episode of Covered It as brought to you by Quack Golf of the season. Um, you've heard of the three French hens. Well, you've just tuned into the three drenched wrens. Um, that, sorry, a bit of a tongue twister there, lads. Um, I'm once again joined by my regulars, like a couple of owl lads in a, in a small pub in West Cork. They'll always show up. They're here every week. I'm joined first by Mr. Moto Moto, Scott Sullivan. How are we doing? What an intro. Jeez, that's some way to get back into the, the podcast. Uh, it's I'm been good. a while. I know. I know. I'm good, Pat. How are you? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and all that. Happy New Year to you too. And down in the corner, Mr. Ben Scott. How are we doing? I'm good, Patrick. It feels like the first day of school. I've forgotten how to podcast. <laughs> Not that I ever learned, but interesting you say uh, whenever I post one of our podcasts, it asks me to select the season and the episode number. Does a new year mean a new season? Are we into season two? Yeah, actually, yeah, we go season two. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I think this um, is season two. Yeah, I think it's season two. My only thing is I'm a big believer in trilogy. So like after the third season, then we could die um, if we get there. Um, I, so think, that's... I think we worry with getting to the end of the third <laughs> season before we have to make that decision. Um, so boys, to start off 2024, some excellent news on the podcast. This podcast finally has a sponsor. We are now sponsored by Lions Links. Mr. Lions down in Lions Links has <laughs> kindly decided to sponsor us. I don't know what he's doing, but if you're looking for a luxury golf pa- package to Ireland or Scotland, make sure you get onto lionslinks.com. Uh, Mr. Joe Lions down there has some uh, has some excellent packages. None other than he's bringing a load of lads over to St. Andrews, I think in March. Is that right, Ben? Uh, yeah, they, they're running the Home of Golf Classic, which is on the end of March, which is uh, actually pretty good value for a guaranteed round of golf at the old course. So the old course, yeah. you play the Jubilee and Levin Links, plus three nights accommodation, transfers, food, all that sort of stuff for, I think, like 12, 13, 1400. I'm not really sure, but check them out. It's good. If you, if you want to play the old course, you don't want to have to queue up. You don't want to have to go into the ballot then yeah bit of crack and 100 my personal favorite the kingdom cup down in kerry two rounds in waterville one round in dukes a fantastic event please sign up for that one it's my personal favorite hopefully we can get an old round ourselves with joe mr joe lyons this year i'd, like to, a, I'd a, like to see him play baller an excellent amateur golfer known around ireland i will um, say yes thanks to lyons links for being our sponsor as, as you were just saying, Shani, there's eight of us going down to Waterville. We've had an early pullout. My brother-in-law says he cannot commit to it with family commitments or work commitments. So. No! But I, I'm working on a man from the desert to come over to be the be our eighth. Oh, yes. So come down and join us. Get involved in the Kingdom Cup. It's going to be good crack. And for, for, it. for everyone listening and wondering, no. We probably won't get better at doing sponsor reads <laughs> or ad reads about the people who sponsor our podcast. It probably won't get any better than that. And yes, that may have been average enough, but we are really thankful of Lions Links and Joe Lions and Keen and everyone involved and Colm for, for sponsoring our podcast. 
Like that's only um, average because Shani sprung it on us. I didn't even know that was coming. <laughs> okay, so we are plugging out here and relaxing and having a very relaxed chat about golf. But before we do, if you haven't already yet, listen to our Plugged In series, which is new for 2024. Please do. It's a 15-minute short pod where we're going to discuss actual professional golf with someone who knows what he's talking about. Um, Mr. Mark Fox from The Plugged Lie. Um, lads, did you listen? What do you think of my opening picks? I I appreciate you stayed on brand by going if you're all you're all driver. We never lay up. Yeah. And you've just gone for outright wins. There was no tactical, like let's get a bit of money on the board. Like let's not let Mark get too far ahead. It no. was I'm going outrights, I'm going big on Scotty Scheffler, Kurt Kidiama. Yeah. I appreciate that. Listen, listen, I I had about five minutes to pick them. Um, so thanks to you for that, Ben, for that, for, for giving me plenty of time to prepare for that podcast. Um, but I initially had gone each way on Kurt Kitayama and Vincent Norman for obvious reasons. Um, but then when I got onto the podcast, Mark told me, oh, we're not, we're not doing any each, each way bets for, for the whole season because it just makes things more complicated. So, um, yeah, I just said I'd throw the, the full 20 billies on each. I would listen if if we if we win one of those we're off and running. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean yeah. Scotty Scheffler, Scott sixty billies on Scotty Scheffler at eleven to two. Come on, like I think he's going to ruin the event and just win that. Yeah. I I will say when I was listening to it, I was uh, the the first thing that came to my head was, and I am one of your best friends and a, and a groomsman at your wedding, Shani. But I was, <laughs> I mean this with love that I was really worried you were going to embarrass yourself with um, some random pick or there was going to be some statement. Uh, that everyone knows to be true and you'd be like no no it's not it's not um but i thought you did very well i like the picks um and look forward to look forward to potentially featuring on it and giving give him some of my own picks oh, and if not jenny if not jenny I'll, uh, I'll slip you a few uh few thoughts for all the money i've ever won betting um zero but... <laughs> well listen it's friendly money they're called billies they are worth absolutely zero euro probably negative currency value um, on those billies so essentially people what it is is it's a competition between the three of us at covered it against mr mark fox and the plug lie throughout the entire golfing season where we try and pick um the best players that week or pick bets using billies to win um so that is that um yeah, matters arising from last year's podcast whenever that was um Mackenzie Hughes, Big Mac Hughes, he said that if he had a putt for a fifty-nine, um he would like it to be um right lip rather than dead straight. Yeah. Just I'm like I said. That. Yeah, that, said... that kind of goes that kind of goes with what we all we all agreed that yeah, yeah. I prefer just a small bit of edge to small it. bit of break. He yeah. said um it's just the way my brain works. So, thanks, Mac. Um, you also have something to blame if that happens. Like, if it's dead straight, you've nothing to blame. You couldn't hit a straight putt. If it's right edge, you can say at least it overborrowed too much break or whatever. I actually think that is the reason why I prefer yeah. it. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how many people would say they'd rather left flip. Or they'd rather left break, is it? Yeah, that, that's not... Now, I know you, I know you can... Yeah. Flip it from if someone was like left-handed and they said they prefer left. Okay, it's the same idea. You want that type of, you know, as opposed to a slider. But I wonder how many people 
would prefer I'm that. I'm trying to think. I actually I... don't mind a like like hitting a fade with my putter. You know, shout out, <laughs> shout out, <laughs> Ian Silk, who actually legitimately does hit a fade with his putter. Does he? Yeah. yeah some, he... some... I don't think I've ever heard of that before. <laughs> he jabs yeah, at it. Yeah, just put a bit of draw feel on this putt. <laughs> cuts it into the hole. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Um, boys. Um. I don't know if either of you were watching the darts over the festive period, but I was absolutely enthralled in it. And um, I do actually have to come back to here, Scott, on something that you said to me that, um, do you remember when I told you that my life goal now after completing the marathon was to get to scratch, shoot uh, a nine, shoot a 147 in snooker and a nine darter in darts. I think a nine darter and darts is like just otherworldly levels of human concentration, skill, and accuracy. That for me now, I think that is above all else. Not a one four seven. Yeah. Not a one four seven. I still have one four seven as the top one. When you just think of like the amount of shots, the amount of error involved. You um, know, Shani, you know what? I think if you asked a if you asked Gary Anderson. How many nine darters has he hit in his when he's, in his practice? I think he tell you quite a lot. I think obviously you see a very limited number when it's the World Arts yeah. Championship, and when we only watch it once a year. But actually, I reckon when they're practicing, I'd say they do it quite often. Like I saw, I watched Luke Littler hit one in a junior championship when he was fourteen. Yeah. Okay. He, he, I still think it's I, an incredible feat, though. It's an incredible feat. No, it is. I watched Luke Littler do that against some kid who was averaging like forty-two. <laughs> Luke Lindner's <laughs> nine dart finish. But sorry, the the kid also. I, I watched the same video, and it's a <laughs> the kid is like after he does it, like Luke Litter does like a classic, you know, like a game on, like you know that real like kind of thing yeah. that he was doing the whole time. And the other kid is just there, like he's so stunned. Like, how do yeah. you beat a fourteen year old kid pulling off a nine darter and something yeah. comes? Did you see? You... Did you see Luke's in the Premier League? He was I saw that. Yeah. Premier League That's, for 2024. Why wouldn't he? What's the story of the Premier League? Is that kind of like, um, is that like the snooker where only the top guys at the end of the year get into it or something? Well, it's like eight, eight, eight dart dartsmen, darters. <laughs> That's a good, I don't know, eight, eight darters. Then what, what's it call them? Someone, arrow, they, arrow they, man. Uh, yeah, arrow men or arrow master. That's a good, uh, somewhere I'll, I'll, I'll like, fact oh, check. Okay. I'll There's fact eight, check yeah, eight, eight dartsmen, but it's basically the, one of them is the top money earner for the year, which is Luke Humphreys. Then I'm not sure it might be a couple of the next rankings. And then it's a little bit down to their discretion, the organizers. And that's why Luke Littler got in. Cause I don't know. I think coming second got him to 16 in the world, maybe. Yeah. He's into the top 36 is the big one for him. So no more like other tours, you know, he can play proper pro tours and stuff. And I think he was talking on Sky Sports today about it and that he'll be involved in the Premier. To be fair though, yeah. I was saying last night in the house when we were watching the darts, if he did win and he wasn't in the Premier League of, of darts, it would be like every event. If you're another darts player, yeah. Yeah. people every event would be like, oh, yeah, you won it, but sure, Luke wasn't involved. Or sure, Littler wasn't involved. You know, where like, at least now, you know. Legitimately, though, what's he going to, like, he, he still needs to go to school or is he just going to not bother? Yeah. Yeah, no, I just go to school. I don't know. Like it's, well, play, it's played on like a Thursday night, right? Yeah, this, is there Thursday, Thursday or Friday nights or something? Thursday nights, I think, like around the UK. He's just traveling about, eating kebabs, 
playing FIFA with his 21-year-old missus. What a life. I wonder, do they go to any, like, would, like, is there any random country in the world that's very interested in darts, like Japan or somewhere, somewhere like that? Do you know the way in snooker? I, the, the I'd say the Dutch China. are. The yeah, Dutch, well, definitely. Yeah. Must be some weird. Well, to be, to be fair, the only thing I would say on that would be my my younger sister's. Um, well, Gina's involved. She's in the West End. She's in a show in the West End. She's in Matilda, and like Gina has to be in. You know, some of those are during school time, and some of some mm. of those are. She misses a lot of school for those, and she still finds a way. And that's that she, was the last she, six, six months. So I mean, the show must go on, Scott. You know, she's still going. She's still in school. Shannon. I mean, if he can, all he's got to do is show up to a dartboard and be like, you know. Um, Google is telling me here that um, someone who plays darts is, is a dart player. Um, That's disappointing. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something fun, like a a group of crows is a murder, a group of darts <laughs> players is a barrel. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you watch the final last night? But um, he had a dart to go five two up, and then all of a sudden oh, he was six two. four down. Double two to go. He had, I just thought that was amazing. Up. Yeah, I, How... it kind of reminded me of like being in a match play golf situation where I don't know. You might have thought to go two up, and all of a sudden you're two down. Yeah. Four holes later, or whatever you know. How yeah. refreshing was the speed of their play? Unreal. Yeah. Two of them just banging the darts. Yeah. Don't really think about it. Whereas you'd get some old fucker would go up there and slow right down to try and put them off or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was great. Rob Cross was slow enough the night before. In yeah. The if you watch that, he like any kind of big throw. If he had to take out like I don't know one two one or some like large checkout, if he got like the first one and triple into the bed, yeah. triple twenty. He'd like slow down, really think about mm, the second one. Mm. Whereas that's kind of the fun of like, and to be fair to Humphreys as well, it was like his pace was very good as well. It's just like bang, bang. Mm. It really adds to the excitement. Um, when we were watching it, Kate was giving out yards, just saying like, ah, oh, this isn't a sport; it's a game. You know, these lads aren't athletes. All this kind of stuff. And I was like, Kate, not only are these lads sporting geniuses they're also mathematical geniuses yeah. they have to work it all out so quick and it's, and that's apparently one of Luke Littler's, Littler's strengths is um, he always like knows his, his game right. player like tactical he would go differently do you know the way he would throw up on the board what way they should go he goes different like the only thing that I was then talking with Maddie as well when we were watching this last night we both went geez yeah they must be really good at maths and then we thought about to get how like to get that good at darts you have to play so much darts in your room right and then I was also thinking, I was like, it's one thing, like the three of us hackers. Okay, Ben, you're actually not bad at darts, so I'll just put me and Chani in there, right? Of Are like, you good at darts, Ben. Yeah, Ben's tiny well, darts. Been um, known to throw a dart in my time. Um, okay. but like we're putting it into like triple six, and then like a lucky triple eighteen. You're there going, oh god, adding these together, and even it's just the fact <laughs> that it's another another eighteen added on. You're still like crap, those four eighteens. Whereas like. At least they're going into like consistently the twenty bed, the nineteen bed, the seventeen beds. It's, it's just muscle memory. Yeah, they just they know. It's almost like they remember which way they've gone the whole time. They see them. Oh, yeah. They know how to and, get. And also, if you throw the first one correct, it's like a guide for your second one. You know. I would yeah. hazard a guess that if you gave them maths above the number twenty, they wouldn't be very good. So if you start giving them <laughs> twenty six multiplied by three, they're like, uh, uh, it's because they've just done it all so often. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who who must be very good at maths are the two lads on the right hand and left hand side of the board yeah. with a with a marker and a whiteboard writing down the scores. I was like, it's surely in the age of VAR in football and stuff we have an automatic well, it's, I don't. Maybe it's, maybe they're unionized and they don't want to lose their. They can't get rid of those jobs. <laughs> unionized I actually, referees. 
I thought when you brought up the, the, the darts about the, the nine darter, Shani, I thought you were going to steal my thunder because for anyone who watches darts or noticed last night, last night was Russ Bray's last, um, last, I was about to say fight or like his, uh, <laughs> last darts competition. There's plenty Dar more of them to come. Yeah, last darts competition. And for anyone who doesn't know who Russ, Russ Bray is, he's the person who goes the 142. Oh, and I hate, think, hated him. And I think <laughs> that that could be my calling. I, I'd I, be good at that. Yeah. I think I could really give the, and like, you know, the highs and lows of like 47, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. no, it should be there. Whereas like, I really could give the 190. I know. Do so you know what you could you've do? You've got to be is... able to do the maths as well. Um, well, so that's why I have the boys to either side of me. So I'll watch them do the maths. <clears throat> And then, I actually noticed that Ross Bray had to take quite a few steps. I think his eyesight was going. That's yeah, why he's retired. Step in quite a few look, times yeah. he had to step in and have a look where the dart was. Yeah. Um, he also, he, he covered, he, he checked one of the 180s that was like clearly in the bed. And yeah. I was like, oh, he must be. Yeah, Match fixing. I think, I think basically what I'm going to do is, I don't think I'll be able to do it for the next season coming because I think it's a mm -hmm. bit too late. But I think I'm going to go for the 2025 Premier League season. But for the next year, all I'm going to do is smoke 80 cigarettes a day um, yeah. up to that point. So by the time I get to 2025, it'll be like real raspy, kind of 140, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, You've got the accent down anyway. I think it's Scott, get, the, get the dartboard up in the house there. I have that a dartboard was... in my room. Yeah, get it up. I no, need to get an, you need to get an Aki as well. Yeah, William will give out to me for putting holes in the wall because I'm probably not good at darts, so and I'm probably going to end up putting some in the wall. So I don't know. Um, uh, you could uh, you could be the starter at a golf event with a track man beside you, and as soon as you hit your drive, it's like three hundred and one <laughs> yard carry. Yeah, I, I thought you're yeah. just going to be like just do the job of like the starter of being like yeah. uh, from Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, look, no, this is not a darts podcast. It's a golf <laughs> podcast. Um, so sorry, folks. Um, getting back to golf and getting into our shout outs. Finally, um, my shout out is to ninety-one-year-old Willie Clinton from Forest Little Golf Club, who over the festive period had his first hole in one, and I just thought it was the nicest story ever. And it went Good all around Willie. the world. Willie Clinton. Um, first hole in one at 91 years of age, um, in Forest Little Golf Club in Dublin, and um, it went round the world, went viral. So one Willie, fair play to Willie. That's I hope my dad's listening. Keep keep at it, guy. You'll get one. Yeah, and yeah. also I suppose speaking about, I was just um, about to, I was just about to ask you, do you think that's what's going to happen with Big G with guy? Is this just going to be? I like, hope so. You know. Just last round abandoned, or just like, oh, I don't know if I can play anymore. Don't, and then just keeps playing for another 10 years. Don't ever ask him because he'll tell you, well, I once put the ball in the wrong hole on the seventh and abandoned. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I, that still doesn't count. Sorry. <laughs> um, and lads, also, a Swedish study has found the death rate for golfers was 40% lower, corresponding to a five year increase in life expectancy. So, golf will keep you alive. Um, it was based on a three hundred thousand, um, a study of three hundred thousand golfers who mostly walk the course. The benefits was seen across all age groups. Oh, sample size. Finally, here, sorry, the lowest rate of death was observed among the players with the lowest handicaps. <laughs> so look, there's benefits to getting lower and lower and getting to scratch. You'll live longer. I was wondering. Obviously, that's just a follow-on from the hole in one from the guy from Forest Little, but I was. 
I was wondering who's the shout out going to be to. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, there's no shout out there. To some Swedish. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, any other shout outs from you, lads? I have one that I said I would say on this was I would like to. Um, it's an apology to a long time listener, and not the first time we probably uh, called him out. And um, we do want him on the podcast one day to Mr. Dean Crowley. Um, uh, or uh, he gave out here Dean Crowley. Sorry, um, <laughs> Dean. I'd like to apologize for the the lack of podcasts. Um, it was a complaint made that we need to make more of them and they should be more frequent. <clears throat> so I would like to apologize, Dean. Um, we have other things to do, um, but I, we will, you know, endeavor to make more of them. So sincere apologies, Dean. Well, how about we give him? How about for next week we give him um ten of our hundred billies for the for the next. Uh, plugged in series so 10 10 billies goes to dean crowley and he can put a bet on for us yeah there and we then, go. or then, or, and we then just, the... or we just tell him to f off and <laughs> uh, just continue doing what we're doing you know um okay um any shout outs ben no absolutely not <laughs> i um i have one other one to uh well it's not really a shout out but it's um it's golf related do you know the way it's really cold at the moment and the ball doesn't go anywhere near as far as when we're bombing drives in the summer. Um, yeah. That's what I tell myself anyway. But um, Cameron McCormick, Jordan Spieth coach, gave a tip um, where he said that you should, with your iron shafts, you should put them underneath your um, armpit and kind of like warm them up basically before you hit your shot. Um, because if the shaft is really cold, which would probably be the coldest part, um, then the ball doesn't go that far. So yeah, just warm up your <laughs> warm up your <laughs> warm up your shaft because when it's cold. What, what's it? I was I trying to say it without saying it like that, but yes, warm up your golf shaft. Okay. I would have thought the head of the golf club would be the coldest. I suppose, like, as it, it'll be as cold as the metal golf shaft. Yeah, okay. Any yeah. of your metal golf shafts, basically. I think your graphic yeah. ones are fine. You don't need to warm them up. So, shout, uh, out, shout out there to Cameron McCormick. Yeah, uh, Jordan Sweet's coach. coach. Yeah. I'd actually like to shout out the man I watched a video over Christmas. I watched a man play 18 holes of golf, drink 18 beers, and eat 18 hot dogs. And I thought that was incredibly impressive. The golf went downhill pretty quick after nine. But yeah, I was going to say, how did he get on? A feat in its own to get that complete. Wow. That's. Does sound impressive. Yeah, it's not a challenge I'd want to take on. I don't think I don't. I don't like getting too drunk on the golf course. It just kind of throws me off a bit. Tough. I I can't play drunk golf. I can barely play golf for the long Um. Okay. Just looking at the the topics for discussion that you sent in, Ben. You are not a fan of Charlie Woods. I'm just. Uh, Charlie Woods is okay. I'm. I'm just out on all the media content he gets. And this leads into my second point that I need. I think Twitter needs a redesign. I'm so sick, and I, I tweeted this, I'm so sick of going onto Twitter and seeing the same video like 15 times in a row from different accounts. Like Jersey Jersey Jerry got a hole in one. I had to watch it 15 times because the, the original person will post the video, then all these accounts will download it, and then they'll put it up themselves. And they're only doing it because Twitter is now monetizing your interactions so the more interactions you get the more money you get and it's just ruined twitter and in connected to ruining charlie woods because anything he does 
I just that's oh, overkill at the PNC. I'd I'd agree. My like I would agree with both that Twitter needs a redo. Um, but I'm not going to go on a podcast and have a go at Elon Musk. Um, but yeah, I completely the Charlie Woods thing. I've been out in Charlie Woods for a while, and it's nothing to do with Charlie Woods. He seems grand. He seems like a good golfer. But I, I'm just oh, all the coverage stuff. I just at the start, I was like, this is this is cool. God, he's been, yeah. And now I'm like, I really don't care. He's kind of lapping it up a bit, isn't he? Which much, I suppose yeah. a lot of people would do. I mean, you know, yeah. Like, come on, like you've got Charlie yourself. You've got a billion in your bank account. Just play golf, enjoy. You don't need to lap it up so much. Yeah. Um, Speaking of actually, uh, Patrick, where do you think Tiger Woods is going to go? The, it seems like Nike is kind of winding down oh, a little yeah. bit. Any, yeah, any thoughts? Um, who else left? Jason Day left. Jason, Day, Jason yeah. he's gone to Melbourne. Yeah, I assume like um. That's it so far, though, isn't it? Nobody else has left. Like, I assume yeah. Scotty Scheffler is wearing... Yeah, Scotty Scheffler's still wearing his thing, but, like, Tiger kind of said, like, his my contract runs till the end of this year, last year, so... he'll. Yeah. I think it'd be... I have a, an inkling that he'll be appearing in Grayson. Grayson? I've heard yeah. of them, I, but I've never seen it in person, seen it in real life. Just, I, just I couldn't, Thomas I couldn't tell you what the logo... Are they nice? Uh, yeah, they make some nice stuff. Um, their logo is like a wolf, like JT, Morgan Hoffman. Okay. Someone else. Are yeah. Are they actually? My that, old man was asking really, me. That really fell off like a cliff of big hitters fast, didn't it? <laughs> JT, Morgan Hoffman, loads, <laughs> loads of people. Like the guy who's <laughs> famous for wearing a green glove and he always leads the Masters on a Thursday. No, no. Okay, I've got that wrong. It's a different Morgan then. <laughs> oh sorry no that's not even, no I'm wrong I'm wrong sorry I'm thinking of Charlie Hoffman Charlie Hoffman <laughs> yeah 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 is um is Grayson G-R-A-Y or E-Y or what is that E-Y just trying to look it up here um actually speaking of golf brands my old man was asking me what's the best um he has a voucher and he was asking me what's the best waterproofs and I said I couldn't spell it but I said juice is that right is that how you say it yeah. juice K-J-U-S yeah, KJ. So, yeah, Dad, if you're listening, it's KJ US. Um, <laughs> ignore ignore all the texts I sent you, but listen to the podcast, <laughs> and we're telling you now that it's KJ US. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know where else we're going next. Uh, this podcast is all over the place. What about um, New Year, New Me, golf and goals resolutions? Anything, anything out there for you boys? Shani, you're a type man who's written down a few golf goals. I feel. Yeah, well, we'll probably save the best for last. I mean, mine is, I, I literally, <laughs> I actually went to do it today on the dart home from work and I was like, right, I'm going to go in there now. Had a good thing. And all I put together is play more golf so I don't feel like the golf course is robbing me with my membership. That's all I have. So that's, okay. yeah, I that's like a it. good. I, I've set a very, very low bar. Yeah. And- and I have a weird feeling that I might not even get to that bar. But the goal is just to, to play more golf. I mean, Channing, I played golf over Christmas. Good. I Very played good. A, a scramble. Yeah. Which was, That's the start. Yeah. Scott, uh, every Saturday morning, pre 9 a.m. on the Jameson Links Resort, you'll find me and you can play with me anytime. Well, actually, you were the course of, or like the source of a bit of bitching last night in this household, actually, Channing, because uh, really? William was giving out that 
um, you never play with them and that you always play with your new friends at a certain time in the morning Ooh. and he's now playing in the group after you with some people yeah, now it doesn't matter it, I'd, I'd say like Will out... doesn't even know where his golf app is I put my name down on the T-sheet as soon as it comes out and I'm the first person on that line and then other people join me I don't join anyone else I play golf for me uh, yeah, that's a ridiculous statement um, <laughs> like you could just be like oh I'll just jump on and join the line with you um, but I'd also like to point out it doesn't matter who you play with in the Port Marnock Golf Links it doesn't, all lovely friends. members and thank the people in the golf club who listen yeah. to our podcast um, but I'm actually down to play Sunday Shani would you believe so lovely there's lovely. a high chance we get drunk on Saturday and pull out <laughs> early Sunday morning but if we don't I'll be on the golf course you're there Ben the I presume you're going to try and play more golf this year compared to last year after being in London. I have a very, yeah, very vague um, resolution to play more golf. I would also like, based on a TikTok commenter's comment, I would like to slow <laughs> my backswing down more. That's what they, that's what they told me, which I think might work. I do think I've got quite a quick backswing. Um, okay. And I don't see an issue with that, but yeah. Neither do I, but we'll see. And I also, um, I sent you, me, myself and Will were at the range before Christmas. I sent mm. you some a picture of my stats. I got some 180 ball speed, but I wow, was yeah, yeah. negative launch angle. So I'm going to try to get that up over 10 degrees, try and build on the 180 and just hit some high, high bombs. High bombs, high bombs. Do you remember I was saying to you in Waterville, just picture like a big window in a skyscraper up on the right side of the building. Just yeah. trying to hit it in there. Yeah, so, I like yeah. how I like how these are very like process orientated goals so far by us. I mean, like <laughs> the standard one of just play the fucking sport, um. But then the other ones of like, oh, look at you with your swing training aid. Yes, swing speed. Well, this is out. my twenty twenty four so far. So basically, I've bought a PRGR, which is a basically a launch monitor. It's two hundred and twenty quid. Very what reasonable. Does, um, what does that stand for, Patrick? I actually couldn't tell you. PRGR. Can I get a fact check there, please? I reckon power range. Power, power range green. The, the G is definitely golf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, Shani, but... talk, talk me through it. What, what were you? But your, anyway, yeah. So, what you're starting do you know what's been and... interesting so far is, um, so it has like removable. So the stick that I got is just like, it's probably a, a a copy brand of um some of the more well-known brands. I don't even know what it's called, but I just got it on Amazon to try it out. But anyway, there's a weight that's kind of like just a little bit lighter than your driver. There's a weight that's kind of similar to your driver and then a weight that's heavier than the driver. And so you do kind of these sessions and then at the end of the session, you record your three fastest swings and you keep record of them. And then hopefully over time, they'll increase. And um what I found really interesting is that my swings with this, with my actual driver using the PRGR, we'll say, so not with this swing speed thing, are like 10 miles lower when I'm just swinging normally in my back garden, like, but as fast as I can. But when I go to the range and just hit a normal drive, it's like 10 miles an hour faster just because there's a ball there. So as soon as there's a ball there, I'm like ready to play. I'm ready to rock. So my swing speed with a ball, with a driver is like 112. But I I just cannot get it fat. When there's no ball, I'm like 102, 103, and I just can't get it faster. I found that really interesting. Hmm. Oh, that, conf that confuses me. What, so 
Yeah. Say you're at the range and you don't you don't buy any balls. Do you think you could still swing it at one twenty? No, I can't. I, like if if there's no ball there, I can swing it like one oh two or something. Like that's that's max I can get for some reason. And then as soon as there's a ball there, it's like one ten. So I think you've like got a soon... mental issue more than anything. Maybe. Yeah. I what's, don't know. What's, but your, it's very what's your ball Sorry, speed at the moment? Back to this so back to this stick thing. Um <laughs> whatever this thing is. Yeah, then so at the end of a session you record your max three things with the lightest weight of this stick. And um I think I've got up like one oh four or one oh six with this. Um and um yeah, so hopefully week on week I'll get like higher and higher and higher and higher and then you like raise your it essentially means that you raise your floor and swinging at 110 will feel easy to you, whereas a couple of weeks ago, it didn't. So oh, that's my goal for 2024. Raising the pelvic floor. Gotcha. <laughs> oh! Get you now, do, you, yeah. what, what, do you know what your ball speed is at the moment? I'd, I'd say the max ball speed I've got swinging out of my boots is like 168 or 9. I haven't got to 170, basically. I haven't seen 170 come up on the board. What did you get? 18 something? I think 182. Oh, how's that, how's yeah. that work like? You've, you've got big long arms like. Oh, believer, you've got really long arms. Yeah. 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 And also, it's probably grip strength as well. Like, you're, um, apparently that's huge. Like, literally gripping the thing as hard as possible because then you can just, like, the club head goes out in the outside and you can throw it out and it's more speed. Yeah. Like, do you know this um, nonsense? I don't know if you ever remember, like, getting a lesson when you were younger back in the noughties. Um, but they used to say like, don't grip the club too too tight. But that's meant to be absolute nonsense. Well, although didn't Tiger Woods say, or maybe this is when he was putting, that like <laughs> no his... putting is different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you're hitting a fade with your putter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Grip that thing tight. So um, so okay, we haven't yeah, we yeah. none of our goals are very actionable. As in, we can't tell if we passed or failed give me an give me a yeah, ball speed number my, my, i'm oh for me well, give, yeah give me a ball speed number you want to get to i want to get to 170 ball speed before the summer oh, come on at a minimum shani that's rookie numbers yeah no, I, I, I don't know if i can i don't know like i'm 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 kirk yeah. kidiyama i'm five of eight shani read off read off your Definitely don't Google Kirk Kitayama's ball speed because it's probably a lot faster than you think. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but um, so that just ruins your whole thing of I'm Kirk Kitayama. But uh, you definitely have some go- golf goals written down for the year or like proper ones because I mean, like I, if I was yeah, if I'm able to play enough, I want to like break par somewhere. Yeah, that's always yeah. the goal. Like, yeah, absolutely. Shoot under par, get to scratch for me. Simple. Yeah. There's there's three one seven five shoot under par get to scratch and we'll yeah. all just invest in your goals, Shani. Mine is, um, mine is play golf, go on more golf trips, and finally meet Dame Laura Davies. <laughs> and, um, uh, actually, I have one more goal: is to finally finish the um, our Ireland's best eighteen hole list that we started. <laughs> Back in 2023, I think we stopped around the 15th in Carlo Golf Club. So I think we have 16, 17, <laughs> and 18 to finish. So I think, in, in fairness, we should take our time with 16, 17, and 18 because, you know, finishing holes, finishing stretches. 16, so I... 16 has to be the 16th in Waterville. You almost had a hole in one there, Shani, and it's par four. 
Oh yeah, is that it's called Holly's Leap, I think, isn't it? Or is that the old head? That's no. the old head. Oh, it's, sorry, called, it's, um, <laughs> it's called Liam's Ace. Liam's Ace. Liam's Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. That's going to be in there for me. Photo Island 18th has to be in there for the 18th. One of my favorite Six, holes. 16 at Adair is good. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah, next Sunday night I want, or this Sunday night, I want a quack story out asking for suggestions for Ireland's best 16th old men. Maybe I'll give you access so you can just stop annoying me and you can do it. Also, um, our I'm going to call her our intern still. She doesn't really do much for us anymore because she got a really <laughs> important job elsewhere. But Emily was saying we need to get some like call-ins. And actually, only yesterday I set up Shani with his own quack email. So if anyone yes. would like to email in some abuse or a voice message or just get in contact, you can contact Shani at shani at quackgolf.com. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was. I thought I was sure you'd give me Patrick at quackgolf.com. <laughs> no, it's a better ring to it. Yeah. So feel free um, to send any information in there, like the ruder the better. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, okay, anything else to wrap up, lads? I was going to say, did anyone get any golf um, themed Christmas gifts? No, I feel like I did. actually I did. I did. Um, okay. I'm of this. My brother got me the, you know, the ball marker that you can put down and it's on a swivel and you, it has a line on it and you can turn. Oh, it. no way. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh my God, this is actually really handy. <laughs> Thank you. But I don't, I think I might um, buy one for you, Ben, because you actually use the line on your golf ball, whereas I don't. I do, but I just use the shaft of the putter to line it up the hole. I think that's the much easier way. But Thanks. Your, your shaft um, that you've warmed up. I um. was I was given a 12, 12 pack of yellow seeds, six of wow. which I lost in the blustery dune bag played down there between Christmas and New Year's, which was excellent, I will say. Um, Maybe they'll sponsor us again. Dune bag? I doubt it. No, seed golf. <laughs> um, just touching on dune bag, uh, this time of year, superb condition considering it being so wet. Played off mats, but just pulled the ball to the first cut, which was pretty much the fairway anyway. Um, the way that I'm not sure if you guys have both played Dune Bag, but it's because it's out and back. You play the first nine like wind, like fifth gusting fifty miles an hour behind you. You're hitting bombs, and then you turn around and you're facing into like rain and wind coming back at you. But it was very good and sixty quid to play Dune Bag, which I think in the summer is probably. 250 300 quid and it's oh it's a great uh, doom bags are underrated i feel very underrated it gets a bit of hate because of the dawn which is fair enough but i'd love to see a big irish championship being played there it's such a good course so and with all the dunes really good spectating yeah excellent that was that was one thing i definitely want to talk on the podcast or like at some stage go over it's just it's the time of year for great deals on great golf courses like yeah we all know that like all of the big courses in Ireland or anywhere near the big courses during the summer are just so expensive um, to cater for tourism and the whole tourism industry and it just gets absolutely crazy. But like this is a time of year for some deals like 60 quid for Dune Baby is unreal. Um, yeah. Like it's such a good golf course for, you know, for that kind of cash. I'm going to be going on the hunt for the best deals. Um, I might bring some back into the podcast to see what kind of yeah that would be good actually kind of one, yeah what kind of ones are out there and um, because I just feel it's I, I mean to do it every year and be like I should look into it more because there's always some really good deals or I, or I meet someone who goes man 
played blah 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 for 25 yeah. and I'm like Whoa. yeah and do you know as well in the winter like I always remember this quote from our interview with Niall Kearney where we asked him do you prefer Parkland golf or Lynx golf and he said Parkland golf in the summer and Lynx golf in the winter hmm. um, because you know it's the only place you can play non-place in golf firm turf still so get out in the Lynx courses in the winter and save your Parkland yeah. for the summer yeah Scott you get, um, you get any Christmas presents any Christmas golf presents uh, I got one um, I got a I think it was more of a joke thing because it's I would rarely ever use it but it's a clip for my uh, golf clubs or like that you put on your actual golf bag and it holds your phone so while you take a video of you like playing or your own swing or if you're trying to do that it just clips onto like say one of your resting golf clubs and it can and it oh I can I have that because <laughs> um, I yeah, really but... want to start videoing my swing more as well I, yeah. I had a tripod and I lost it Yes, this you, is you like can have, you can have the gift that was given to me. You you can just the, have it. That's fine. This is uh, like Yankee Yankee swap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I just before we finish, I have a couple of uh shout outs to some some listeners, um to our good friend Mighty from the Grammar, um who said you guys should do a question section on the po- section on the podcast where you answer listeners question listeners questions. I'm big on that. Any questions you want to send in, send them in and we'll answer them. Love that suggestion, Mighty. And also to David O'Hare from Kinsale, who actually gave us our suggestion for the Plugged In series for our fake money. He suggested that we should call them duck bills and we have sort of modified them to billies. So um, thank you, like David that. O'Hare. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any any closing remarks, lads? Uh, no. cent- golf the century I was just about to say we managed to get through a whole podcast and not talk about the golf that's on this week we don't any... need to worry about that anymore because we've got the plugged in series true, for our professional true. golf any reason why they took out the century tournament of champions was it because John Ram's yeah, golf I, was, I didn't I even know this actually until Mark said it to me yeah I don't know it is kind of a, it's a cool event for like the actual golf course it's a very cool golf course um, yeah it's pretty good holes I do like it watching every year Damn it, I'm Camilo not... Vajegas birdied the first one or through one. Why didn't I pick him? Oh, come on, Patrick. <laughs> that was the obvious call with his with his collar turn. Who, let me just, so what were Mark Fox's picks again? He picked Cantley to beat Ludwig. He's going to make some money because he's fucking picked everything. <laughs> yeah, he picked a lot of uh, a lot of different ones. Um, I can't remember what he picked now, to be honest. But He's also probably going to win a lot of money because he knows more about golf than we do. But also, he'll also watch the tournaments, which we won't. So at the end of the week, he just won't give us our money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you watch um, the Czech Open, lads? I watched every day. Oh yeah, I was new to it. <laughs> I will say, I was just going to say, uh, after John Ram signed for Live, it, it's all been a bit quiet on that front, just over yeah. Christmas and New Year's, and that's been great. And I'm, I've just saw recently there. Live Mayakoba is coming up at the end of the month, and I'm just not really ready for all that. I don't, I don't really care. Mm. Like, what? Actually, that's that's one thing that we wanted to bring up was um Rory going on the overlap with Roy, Jamie, um Gary, that's, and Ian. That was good. Yeah, was yeah. I thought I thought it was very good. I thought he spoke quite well. Very interesting that he was he never ever got an offer. That Live have never made him an offer before. Now it makes sense because he's always been mm. so against Anti. it. So, so. Yeah. You just would have assumed somebody would have come in and gone, yeah, 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 fair enough. 
700 million yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah I they'd be like that as well. no no i can't blah 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 and be like yeah no we hear you but 980 million <laughs> you know and then but like, like i i i don't know i i kind of call a bit of bull there as well because like did he not would he not have did he didn't he play golf with yasser like he played around with him for or he yeah. went over for a chat or he had a meeting with him or whatever like Surely, when they're having a couple of points, like maybe he didn't. Like you said, Scott, there would have been a few few numbers thrown in there. Like, yeah, I thought it was interesting though that he kind of backtracked a small bit, and he was like, maybe I was a bit too harsh on the lads first going over. John made a good or made a business decision for him and his family and stuff. And I think if Rory, it's like, like Brooks went, and Rory's like, oh yeah, whatever, I don't really like Brooks. And then like, you know, maybe like how many of his actual real close friends went? I mean, how close is he with Pools or Westwood or Dick Bland? But I feel, you know, him and Ram have always been mates. And now he's like, ah, well, you know what? Like, John got a good offer. So, I mean, to be fair to John now, you know, he was dead right. And I was kind of like, all right, all right. I'd rather he was just like a prick about it the whole time. But yeah. One second. I, j- I just want to look up the teams because, like I said, Maya Coble's coming up. And I don't think the cliques have filled, filled their roster yet. I mean, somebody, so, somebody and- stop the UN and tell them. I mean, the cliques haven't filled their roster. But and like, sorry, has has John Ram started a new team or did he join the Fireballs? Yeah, like it's currently it's Martin Heimer and Richard Bland holding it holding it down for the cliques, which wild nights out with the cliques. I, just... I think we've already established that the Live Golf web, website is an absolute like it's it's useless. It's um, very hard to and find also, out what I'm doing. I also saw uh, I saw a piece over the festive period where. I can't remember who wrote it, but basically they said that the Live Golf earnings last year from sort of broadcast rights or whatever was only about two to three million. That's yeah. it. So if you like compare that to the amount of money you're hearing they're offering players, I just don't understand. Like, but like, how how are they this organized that they sign one one of the best golfers in the world, and yet he's still not on a team? Other teams aren't filled. Like, are they making a new team? Are they bringing in new players? Yeah, it surely has to be up in the air. When did you Wild. say the first event is? Um, let me let me consult the fantastic website. The February second to fourth. I will surely hear this soon enough. So the next few weeks. Um, I think we've rambled into Ramble Town, lads. That's enough for this week. Um, will we close with a one eighty from Russ Bray, Scott? Uh, yeah, I can give it a go. I mean, I, it's, it's funny <laughs> that you went back to darts because I was actually going to say that the uh, I think we should finish it with the commiserations to Luke Littler. I'd like to thank Luke Littler for the last um couple yeah. of days. I think he kept us all going with the hope that the young man was going to win it. Um, go on, have a kebab, um, and get back out there and hopefully he wins it next year. But yeah, but Ben, did you have any finishing points before I give it my best Russ Bray impression? What I wanted to say was, I never thought I would become so obsessed with a 16 year old over Christmas <laughs> <laughs> he, I tell you he, he had the whole I think I saw a tweet actually on the way home that they, that was the highest viewing um, of a yeah. world final. like he had everyone talking about it um, no we would have been watching it anyway but even people at work who don't watch like darts were talking yeah. about it wanna, um, do you want a hot take I've got a couple of hot takes that I've stored up for one is that I think Cristiano Ronaldo is going to turn into a woman. You um, always, you have said that since we were 18 years old. He will. And the other one is Luke Littler gives it a lot 
like when he wins a point sometimes i've seen a few videos i think he's going to turn into a complete prick i think he's going to wow. become the best in the world and then yeah. i think it's all going to go to his head and i think he's going to become unbearable a bit like the way Gurren price is no one likes Gurren price i was just about to say he's take. Become Gurren price yeah wow okay so stick stick that in the cristiano ronaldo file <laughs> okay gotcha. what a way to, yeah what a way to add to the fact that he didn't win last night. Um, but for everyone... Finish, uh, finish this off there, Scott. Yeah, for everyone, um, thank you for listening. Another episode um, of Covered It by Quack. Brought to you by Quack Golf, sponsored by Lions Links. And um, never forget the top score in darts is 180! <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.